0: Hey, everyone, welcome to Bridal Mess, the show where each week your bridal bestie, me, Amira Wali, dishes about the latest wedding scandals and gossip from a friend of a friend of the bride. So sit back, grab a glass of champagne, and let's get messy. Today's guest is one of my favorite bridal influencers on TikTok. Please meet Maddie Williamson, formerly Maddie Jones. Maddie is a 26-year-old newlywed residing in New York City with her husband, Chris. She is a 2022 bride who married the love of her life. Maddie created a name for herself on Wedding TikTok by documenting the wedding planning process of her epic New Year's Eve wedding in Miami. She enjoys sharing wedding advice and tips with her over 13,000 plus followers. In her next chapter, Maddie wants to continue to advocate for more diversity in the wedding influencer space. You can find Maddie on social media at Maddie J. Williamson on Instagram and at MJ MJNoJordan on TikTok. Welcome, Maddie. It's so nice to finally meet you in person.
1: Yes, yes. I'm so excited to be here and I'm honored. I love all things wedding. I mean, since I was nine years old, I like planned my wedding on like this piece of computer paper and like I knew everything I wanted to do. So weddings have always been my thing.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that because I got engaged and then I realized, wow, you know nothing. Like I was like, oh, how does this work? And you know where I turned to TikTok? the greatest of tips were there. Everyone was there. It was awesome. (laughs) We start every podcast with the same question. What was your messiest bridal moment?
1: This one is interesting because it happened like the week of my wedding. So at Mm the tail end of the wedding process, I'm calling out my husband right now. He Uh and I both decided to have our bachelor and bachelorette parties the week of our wedding. And that's a story for another day about how, we had everything leading up to one week. I know usually people do it, like take the bachelorette party a different month. than in the wedding or like even like six plus months before the wedding, but we all did everything the same weekend. So his crew decided to go jet skiing and my crew decided to go on a yacht. So they went jet skiing and his phone fell in the water and like, Oh it, my gosh, it, 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 didn't, it didn't work. They were able to like capture it, but like it didn't turn on. It didn't work. So as of course, I'm having so much fun with my girls on the yacht, having the time of my life, not thinking about anything. And then a couple of hours go by, like I haven't heard from him at all. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, this is weird. And so he was supposed to get a haircut that it was Thursday night. Mind you, weddings on Saturday. He and his grooms are supposed to get a haircut Thursday night. And the barber was supposed to come to their Airbnb. So the barber was having a hard time getting in touch with them. And I was like, okay, this is weird. Chris, and I answered his phone. And then Finally, I like text everybody who's at his voucher party. And I'm like, where's Chris? And they're like, oh, we'll tell him to call you. He calls me. He's like, oh yeah, I dropped my phone in the water. And I'm like, what do you mean? I was like, where you get married in 48 hours? Like you need a phone. Like we need to be able to communicate. We need to be able to like get things done because at this point we had been, we're not staying together. So like I have no way of contacting him. And stuff, so I'm like super stressed out and I'm like venting to all my girls. And they're like, Oh my God, we can't believe like his, his phone, his phone. And he was like, so chill about it. And I was like over the top because I was like a type eight bride. So I'm like freaking out. So he goes out that night with his friends. They like continue as, as planned. And then Friday we have our rehearsal dinner. Still doesn't have a phone because our like schedules were jam packed. So he shows up to the rehearsal dinner. That's the first time I've seen him in like three days. (laughs) And I, like, I'm excited to see him, but I'm like, oh my gosh, like this is like putting a wrench in our day. Cause like phones are important to communicate, especially Very. like if you're not seeing your husband, like a lot the week of the wedding. Um, and so he still doesn't have a phone. We go to the rehearsal dinner. We have a welcome party, still no phone. So Saturday morning is the wedding mm-hmm. and he finally makes it to get the phone. He gets the phone at like 1 PM wedding starts at six 30. So this is like, this story has been like, the story of the wedding. Like people, we're like texting like did he get a phone like everybody i think even the hotel staff knew he didn't have a phone like everybody yeah. this is like the most dramatic thing that happened that weekend was him not having a phone and so finally he gets a phone and i get a text from him and i'm like, almost done like getting my hair done and he's like i have a phone And like everybody like starts cheering <laughs> i are like finally we have a happy ending because the next day we left for jamaica and oh I know when you go out the country like having a phone is super important because if one of us gets separated We have no way of like getting in contact with each other. So he gets the phone right before the wedding. The wedding is saved. And it took me a minute to like think the story is funny because in the moment I was, I was mad. I was like being like the bridezilla. I was like, I'm so, so mad at him. How can he use this phone? And like, now looking back on it, it's funny. We got over it, but yes. Yeah, (laughs) that
0: would, I would have a full blown panic attack
1: if I was like,
0: oh wait, you're my partner in
1: this. I have no way to communicate with
0: you. You don't know what's going on when his mind he's probably like this is the chillest thing that has happened
1: like no one can talk to me (laughs) i have nothing to do (laughs) exactly and i think for him too he his like he was like go with the flow and i'm not go with the flow we're totally opposite so yeah and his groups then they were like he was fine with them they had planned his whole itinerary and like for me like I was like always in contact with our wedding planner the week of the wedding with like friends and family. So like I was doing more of the the admin stuff. And so he really didn't need his phone as as much, but I was like, dude, we have to be able to communicate. And the day is saved. And I'm sure next year at this time, when we look back, it'll be something everybody like starts laughing about.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It'll be funny. It'll be funny eventually for now. "Mm, It's a little sore. it's, It's a little sore. What do you think it is about weddings in particular that bring out like the most feral behavior in people? Because what I'm noticing is there's like a lot of opinions and feelings from people who have nothing to do with anything. So I feel like
1: weddings in particular, everyone has an opinion and they feel the need to share it. Okay. This, this, I have, I could write a book on this about wedding (laughs) opinion. A lot of the times when you get engaged, people start asking you a million questions and they start inserting their own personal opinions on like what you do with your day. So, Case in point, I got married on New Year's Eve, as you know, which is a holiday. So some people were like, well, why would she get married on holiday? Like, that's going to be, like, a lot. And I also got married in Miami, which is a hustling and bustling city. And mm-hmm. so people were like, you know, it's going to be expensive. And it's like, okay, well, you can choose not to come. But, like, how we, how we decide to get this money done is up to us. Yeah, um, And something else I think, too, is, like, people – I think genuinely people get so excited that like all of these things in their mind race and they're like, oh, you should do this, you should do this, you should do this. And then they think that like verbalizing it, you're going to be like, oh, this is great. And in your mind, you already have everything you want planned. So nothing they can say is going to change that. And I think like the third thing about people inserting their opinions is if they are past brides or maybe someone who was supposed to get married and their wedding fell through, they kind of project their own insecurities Onto you, and they'll say things like, "You know, this could go wrong, because it went wrong on my day." And it's like, "I'm sorry that happened to you, but that's not going to happen here." And like, you definitely want to be surrounded by people who are going to manifest good things um, when it comes to your wedding day. But there, I would say, there's definitely those people who are like trying to, I guess, make themselves feel better by wanting like to see something of your day crash and burn.
0: Okay, you're really passionate about diversifying the wedding influencer space, and I agree because. (laughs) When you start to look up weddings on TikTok and Bride Talk, it's a lot of people who do not look like me. So it was harder to find community. Is that why you first started making TikToks?
1: Yes. So before I even got engaged, like I was on TikTok, but I was on like the dancing side of TikTok, like the funny side. And mm-hmm. then it would actually happen the night I got engaged. I like made this video. It was my first like viral video that like at the time I only had like 600 followers. I made this video and it was like me showing off my ring and I was in like the sound was like the Post Malone song. Like I was patient with Migos and then Mm -hmm. like you show your ring. And so I did that and like a mini started blowing up. And then I started seeing people comment and then I started realizing, oh wait, the algorithm is now putting me on wedding TikTok. So that's how I discovered it. And I was like, wow, this is great. But like you said, there were not that many brides of color at all. Mm -hmm. And the couple of ones that I had saw, I was like, okay, this is great. But like, there has to be other people out there like me who are just like trying to find a community. And I feel like too, a lot of things that like we do and like the black culture for our weddings is not what other cultures do as well. So it's like wedding TikTok is very whitewashed if we're going to be frank and blunt about it and keep it real. It is. And I feel like a lot of the times like they'll use certain sounds or videos like white brides and their videos will go viral skyrocket through the roof. I'll do the same video and or me or another bride of color will do the same video. And like we put in the hard work, the effort, the quality is A1, it's Chris, it's everything. It's funny, it's beautiful. And it gets half the amount of views. And it just shows like there is this disparity. And also I think like the opportunities. I feel like a lot of white brides, most of the time, they get all of the brand deals when it comes to bridal companies. They get invited to bridal fashion, like they get all this opportunities. And then when it comes to Black brides, it's like we barely get a seat at the table, or they use like one person just so they can pull that diversity card. And they'll yeah. pull, they'll pull one person that's Indigenous, one person that's Hispanic, one person that's Asian, one person that's Black. You know, one person uh, that fits like, okay, this person is not white, so we'll put them in the room, and there we go, we've completed Damn our it. diversity. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think for me, it's just like you know, continuing to you know, you can call out brands, but also like make them understand that like there's a Big clientele base you are missing out on by not highlighting these brides like myself who are on TikTok who are making this content that I've built this following and community, like you're missing out. So hopefully it changes. I think that the social media world in general, we see all the time that you know, any kind of influencer or content creator that's of color, like we have to work twice as hard to get half as much. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep working for it, and that's why I love my page. <laughs> So, Maddie, are you ready for some bridal mess? Yeah. (laughs) Okay.
0: Today, our friend of a friend of the bride is bringing us to a small town. Some small town mess. Our setting is a quaint town in the northwest region of the country. Our bride, Jana, just graduated with her master's and moved to town for a new job. She was new and very ready to explore. And that she did. She joined every community group she found. Jana joined the Northwest Walkers, Extreme Frisbee and Friends, She even popped into an improv class or two. Okay, I feel like Jana is doing that thing where you're in a new town, you have no friends, no community, so you dive right into everything. I did the same thing when I moved to New York. Have you ever picked up any hobbies or friendships just
1: because it was like that time you were alone? When I moved to New York, funny enough, it was like in 2020 during the height of COVID, so it was hard to make friends. So what I actually did was I downloaded the Bumble BFF app, and that was my first time ever like on a dating app, even though it's for friends. Yeah. And that was honestly so nerve wracking. It's similar to her like joining these groups because some of the girls, like after talking to them, I was like, okay, hey, this is not gonna work out. And oh, then really? there was actually one friend that like I made that's like a friend to this day off of the app. But it's so hard meeting people. And I think the pandemic has made it even harder. But yes, I was thinking about joining groups, but at the time, like nothing was open because people were scared. And I remember the first time her and I met up, We went to, like, an outdoor restaurant, and, like, we had masks on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Jana even joined a 90s R&B and pop-themed karaoke group. They met every Wednesday night at a bar near her job. She loved it. This was her thing. She finally felt like she found her Northwest people. Every Wednesday, she showed up a bit early to set up the room. Add the disco lights, bring in the lemon water to soothe the voice, of course, and hang the group's banner up. This Wednesday went like many had gone before it. The group trotted in, some new faces, mostly old faces, great energy and good vibes all around. Then the song Back at One by Brian McKnight was up next, and Jana jumped up. It was her song. It was her song every week, so she went for the mic. But a tall stranger grabbed it first. Oh, did you choose Back at One by V Brian McKnight, he said? I did. She smiled. Want a duet? He said. Of course, Janice said. And duet they did. Okay, question. Do you think "Back at One" by Brian McKnight is a perfect meet cute
1: song? <laughs> That's an interesting choice because the song is only sung by him. Uh, it's mm-hmm. not a two-person song, and I do def- I mean, Brian McKnight is like I feel like he's one of the kings of R and B. So yeah. it's definitely like a romantic vibe, but. I feel like I, we should have done like a deja vu, like he be Jay-Z, I be Beyonce. That's more of, I think that's more of our vibe. (laughs) It is. I I agree. I
0: will say that the fact that they both choose it is like, I think it's like written in the stars. I'm like, okay, you found your person. You may have found your person there, Jana. (laughs) So they duetted. They flirted. They exchanged Instagrams. It was like lightning struck. They were instantly in sync. His name is James. James was born and raised in this small town. So he knew everyone, loved everyone, and they loved him back. James joined Jana on all of her hobby adventures. So he walked, he frisbeed, and he improved his way right into Jana's heart. Their love moved quickly, as lightning tends to do. Within a month, they were exclusive. Within six, they were roommates. And within a year, James proposed. Jana was ecstatic. James was excited. Now James's mother, Evelyn, looked happy.
1: Do you think they moved too quickly? Um, That is a very fast timeline for me personally. (laughs) Me and my husband, we were together for two full years before Mm -hmm. we got engaged, which I think was like a good time. Also, the first year of our relationship was long distance. So that's like another factor and theirs wasn't. I feel like if I was her, I don't know how this is going to (laughs) pan out. I'm interested, but like waiting a little bit longer because I feel like for her, like from the beginning of the story, she was like so quick to find a community. And I think she just like jumped at the first guy that like made sense. And yes, they could very much be like live at first sight. But I think that like waiting to see, because from living with my, he was my boyfriend and we live together. And then he was my fiance and we live together. And now he's my husband and we live together. And I think that Mm -hmm. that helped our relationship because when you only know someone for a couple of months and then you automatically move in with them, it's like, whoa, this is Moving kind of fast because it's a lot when you move together, move in together with a person so soon, in my opinion.
0: <laughs> I share the same
1: opinion. Let's cross our fingers for
0: Jana. <laughs> so Evelyn, James' mother, had accepted Jana when she first met her. She invited her into her home, introduced her to the rest of the family. They even had a spa day. And in my head, you're besties at that point. But there was always something off. Jana could tell that Evelyn tolerated her but knew deep down that something was always off. She never believed Evelyn approved of their relationship. But nonetheless, Evelyn vowed to help with planning since most of Jana's closest family and support system was across the country. And Jana was grateful for that. She saw it as an opportunity to get closer to her future mother-in-law. Do you think this is an opportunity to get
1: closer? <laughs> I feel like this is a hard one because normally the bride's family like pays for the wedding and they help. And not mm-hmm. so much the groom's family, but I understand the fact that her family and friends are farther away. Because for me, I feel like weddings, you kind of bump heads, even if you don't mean to. And it reminds me of that movie with JLo, the monster in law movie. Yeah. Yes. Because it's like when you have too much of an involved mom in the wedding and it's not your mom, it's like you don't have those boundaries. Because I feel like maybe your own personal relationship with your mother, like you and your mom, she's known you your whole life. She Mm -hmm. gets, like, when you have an attitude, she gets, like, when you always have a disagreement, like, you all can just, like, squash the beef. But it's, like, if this is your future mother-in-law, you, like, don't want to hurt her feelings, but you also don't want her, like, stepping and walking all over you. Exactly.
0: Like, you don't know each other enough to have the boundaries that you need in your wedding. Like, also, it's a little weird that she can already, even though Miss Evelyn's being nice, Jenna could be, like, I could just tell that you don't feel me. Red flag. I mean, (laughs) yeah, red flag. (laughs) It feels very obvious. So we were right and it wasn't an opportunity to get closer. Jana couldn't put her finger on it, but it seemed like there was an obstacle at every corner. First, it was the venue. James and Jana wanted to get married at a local winery. It was the perfect venue for the chic, laid-back wedding of their dreams. And Evelyn agreed. The winery was owned by a family friend, and she volunteered to put down the deposit. Jana couldn't be more grateful to Miss Evelyn for taking this task off her hands. Would you trust anyone else to reserve your venue?
1: Absolutely not, unless it was the wedding planner (laughs) or wedding coordinator, because that way, you know, like they're getting paid to, to reserve it for you. Mm -hmm. Uh, Luckily for me, like I had my parents who funded the majority of my wedding. So of course I trusted my parents and my wedding planner to like do that. But for me, because it's a family friend, like you don't know, like, is she actually going to go through with this? Is she going to keep the money for herself? Like, you need to be the one that's in control. If it's not you, like, if it was her family, I feel like she'd be more trusted. So I wouldn't have never done that. Like I said, I went through my parents and my wedding planner. The the four of us are the people who did everything because I could trust them. So that's another, that's the second red flag, I think.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Especially because now picking, I don't know about you, but like, I felt like picking a venue was like the Hunger Games.
1: Yes. Like, and the dates was that you wanted available, yep.
0: Wild! So months flew by. And in months and wedding planning years, it was really like days because everything moves so quickly. But months fly by and Jana decides to stop by her wedding venue to scope out logistics. And honestly, I'm with Jana because she's at that six-month mark from your day and that's when it becomes her personality, right? Like, you become obsessed with it. Everything revolves around it. She had to check in. So good girl. I'm with you. So she stops by and speaks to the hostess. She mentions the wedding date and he looks confused. We have a cherry event down for that date, he said. Are you sure it's the third? Yes, I'm sure, she says. My mother-in-law made the reservation. He checks the books again, doesn't say anything, but goes to the back to speak with the manager. He was like, I'm not dealing with this. (laughs) (laughs) Minutes pass. Minutes that feel like hours. And the manager comes up to meet with Jana. Apologies for the mix-up, but we don't have a wedding for that date at this venue, the manager says. Jana is silent. She nods her head quickly and races home to tell her fiancé. While she's panicking, like she should, James is calm. He's always calm, though. He reassures her that they'll find the perfect venue in time. Okay, do you even think that's possible? (laughs)
1: Not six months out. And I mean, you and I both know from getting married in summer, you don't even live. That would be impossible. No, it can't happen. And also, he's so calm. Men, they like think, oh, it's not a big of a deal. But it's like, no, it's not. And it's like, we need a solution. Like, we need to act. We can't just like, oh, it's fine. Like, no, we need to put a plan to make sure it's going to be fine. Exactly. Like, what are we doing? (laughs) Yes. What are we doing to fix this mess?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It seemed impossible. But James came up with the most brilliant idea. The karaoke bar. The karaoke bar where they met had the most gorgeous rooftop, the perfect rooftop for their wedding. It was where they met, where their love story began. It was home. Jana's face lit up. It was perfect. And she was relieved. But still very uncomfortable. She insisted that James figure out the details of the failed first venue from his mother. He agreed to dig in, but said that she was probably just overwhelmed and forgot because of all the stress. He asked Jana to let it go because now they had the perfect spot and she agreed. Would you let it go?
1: Absolutely not. I, I mean, you just saw my face, mouth drop. It is her fault. Like, accountability is important. Like, respectfully, that is your mother. Respectfully, that's her future mother in law. But it's like, no, like, you're, what is she stressed about? She's not the one getting married. Yeah. Like, what are you stressed about? And number two, how do you forget to book a venue? That's not like, oh, I forgot to like pick out like this gift I was going to get someone or like, oh, I forgot to like buy the wedding shoes. Okay. Those mm-hmm. are things that like are not in this, in like the priority list that are at the top, but the, at the top is the venue. You can't get married without a venue. As long as you have a couple in a venue, you can have a wedding, but the exactly. most important part is gone. Exactly. I would never let that go. I, Jane is a good
0: woman. I think her spot is a little different because she's not only figuring out the dynamics between her and her mother in law, but also getting married at the same time. So maybe she's like, I need to choose my battles. But honestly, that's a battle I would have chosen, Jana. That is a battle I would have chosen. <laughs> We're just going to have to fight. And it's fine. We'll get over it, but it needs to be confronted.
1: Yes, for sure.
0: <laughs> but Jana was different. She was not us. And she let it go. <laughs> she quietly forgave, didn't even bring it up, but she never forgot. So let's fast forward to the bridal shower. Jana didn't want any accidental mix-ups this time. So she had her maid of honor, Chelsea, plan it. Chelsea is a great maid of honor. No notes. We love Chelsea. The only thing Chelsea needed from Miss Evelyn was her side of the invite list. She followed up many, many times, but Miss Evelyn would change the subject and say that she would send out invitations personally. So eventually, Chelsea backed off.
1: Did you plan your bridal shower at all? Like, did you know what was going on? My mom and my sister would not let me as hands-on as I wanted to be. They were like, no, and that like was eating me up in life because I was like, I want to know what's happening. And like, everybody kept it like a secret. Like I got to pick out like the theme and like the colors and like the food, but nothing else. Like I didn't really know anything that was happening. Yeah. Uh, and then for, for me though, like I chose my guest list because it was like my mom and my sister was like, okay, who do you want there? This is your day. And mm-hmm. I think too, in this situation, she Janice just took it in her own hands and is like, hey, this is who I'm inviting from your side of the family. And if your mom wants to add people, she needs to like, step up. If not, these are the people from your family that's coming from my family. And this is like who it is. Because I think that the guest list should be up to the bride, not really anybody else but her, because it's her day. But I definitely wish I could. Like going back, I'm definitely glad I did not plan my own bridal shower uh-huh. because it like it turned out perfectly and it would have just been more on my plate. And I seems like this girl Chelsea is similar to like five people. Like she's trying to take care of it all and it's like the mother-in-law is like keeps getting in the way. Like every single bit of progress, it's like she just like throws a wrench in the plan. <laughs> exactly. She's I don't know, too
0: many flags. But we'll see. On the day of the bridal shower, Jana arrived at the venue, a charming garden with beautiful decorations. She was greeted by her friends and family who flew in. She had a great time. The music was great. The mimosas were chilled. Everyone was excited for the wedding, which was days away. There were a few new faces in the crowd that she met that day, but she assumed they were all Miss Evelyn's family and friends. And she was just happy that her future mother-in-law felt comfortable enough to invite her loved ones around. It was time for Janice's speech. She thanked all of her family and friends for traveling in. She thanked her bridesmaids and maid of honor for planning the event. She even thanked Miss Evelyn for welcoming her into the family. Towards the end of her speech, her fiancé James walked in with a bouquet for her. Classic. Jana was so happy. Happy with her partner, her friends, and her new family. James started to mingle with all of the guests when he notices something. Well, actually, he notices someone. He darts to Jana and pulls her to the side. What do you think James spots? Or who do you think James spots?
1: Don't tell me the mama that invited his ex-girlfriend or something? That would be messy. <laughs> but also,
0: don't we like love a man that peeps tea and goes straight to her? Yes, yeah. Uh, I always one. Yes, I always know that I feel like I'm going to vibe with the couple and I feel like they're going to make it when I'm like, oh, they gossip together. They like each other. They yes. like really like each other. They're so.
1: friends first.
0: They're friends first. <laughs> Jana, did you invite the woman in blue? James said. No, I think your mother did. James leaned in to whisper to his future wife. That's my ex. My ex from high school, he said.
1: What would your response be? Um, I th- honestly, they would have to like hold me back because <laughs> what are we doing? What are like, like I honestly like the girl. I can't put all the blame on her because she was <laughs> invited. So yeah. I would immediately go to my mother-in-law and be like, we have to talk because what is the issue? Like, why would you disrespect me in front of my face and basically have me look stupid because everybody here who knew who the ex was, they're thinking, oh, I'm cool with this girl. And then my friends are probably going to be like, oh no, let's go get this girl. Like, like, let's exactly. rally the troops because <laughs> what? Like, I think that if she had known the ex prior and they had a cool relationship, sure invite the girl. But this was like done without her knowledge. And it just seems like very shady.
0: Very shady. So Jana froze. But she didn't have time to collect her thoughts as Miss Evelyn was heading her way with James's ex, Samantha. <laughs> Evelyn brought Samantha over to James to speak without acknowledging Jana. Jana has never seen Miss Evelyn this excited about anything before. Samantha brought up old memories and stories. It seemed like the conversation went on for hours. Until James interrupted to properly introduce Jana to Samantha. This is my fiance, Jana. Jana, please meet my old high school friend, Samantha. You could see Samantha deflate a bit at the introduction.
1: I mean, are you not embarrassed, though? <laughs> okay, first of all, the conversation would to last more than 30 seconds. I would have interrupted and be like, hello, this is my day. I'm marrying him. This is my man. You're no longer welcome, but thanks for coming. If you got me a gift, I will keep it, but bye. Like, no, yeah, she, she, I think that our girl Jana doesn't have a, she, I think she feels like she's in a rock and a hard place because she's still trying to please her mother-in-law, but at the same time, she's being disrespected and we can't let anyone disrespect us. And also like, James, you should have immediately been like, Hey, Samantha, like, this is my fiance and I hope, you know, like, we're going to be happy together. Thanks for coming. But like, there's no way we're ever going to reconcile and get back together. Like he should have put his foot down. Yes, the first word should have been, like, why are you here? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or or get out of here. (laughs) Because, like,
0: if you think about it, like, what was the end game there? Like, did you think that you would remind James that you, like, wore his letterman in high school and he'd be like, oh, my God, I need to leave my wife. Like, be fucking for real. Like, what is this about? (laughs) After the intro, James asked his mother to speak inside for a minute. Jenna followed. Why would you invite my ex to my fiancé's bridal shower? James said... Getting straight to the point. We love a man that's direct with his family. <laughs> Miss Evelyn paused. She's a family friend and there was a lot of history there. Not just with you but with all of us. And you haven't seen her in so long, I just I thought it was time. Time for what? Miss Evelyn paused. Time for them to see if they're a better match. Miss Evelyn said. James should know before marrying you. Don't you agree? you have to be sure about these things. <laughs> what would your response to that statement be?
1: I'm flabbergasted. I think that at that point, I would just be speechless because what is she doing? Like, why do you want him to get back together with his so bad? This is, it's just blatant disrespect. And now maybe it makes sense why she's been acting this way the whole course of their wedding planning journey. Yeah,
0: it feels like she's been trying to break them and be like, this is just not it. But then also just say it, just one You can't say it. Your son chose her, but two, you should have when you first met her been like, I don't know if she's if she's my cup of tea. But if not, just leave on the playground. There's you don't need to say anything ever again. Like it's over, it's done.
1: (laughs) Agree. You could
0: see Jana's heart physically break. James stepped up. I am sure about everything. Jana is my wife. I think you should both leave. Miss Evelyn was shocked. Her son had never confronted her before, but she nodded, grabbed her guest, grabbed her uninvited guest and left. How do you even move forward from this? Like the wedding's a few days away.
1: Wow. I'm well, first of all, kudos to James for stepping up and defending his wife. I know that if people reference the Bible, it like says how, you know, you're to leave your parents cloth and like become one with your wife. And so you're still a part of that family, but you're starting your new family. So you definitely have to set the expectation that going forward, this is not going to be allowed. And I'm glad that he's doing that. But I do, you know, I feel like he's going to have to like be in the middle man now between his family and the love of his life. And he has to really make like a big decision going forward because if they're going to spend the rest of their life together and his mom somehow still wants to be a part of their lives, this is just the beginning of what could be a long journey for them a very long journey.
0: Like I do like that he confronted it directly because I feel like that's what you need. I think you handle your family. I handle mine. Yes. Like it's, it just so that eventually it doesn't mix up and people don't hate other people. Let's handle each other's mess. So I wish Jana would have said something for herself, but it's fine. She's very my man, my man, my man. And you know what? I love it her. <laughs>
1: yes. She, she's bright or
0: die. Clearly. She is. So fast forward to wedding day. Jana and James haven't heard from his mother since the shower days earlier. And that's very weird, because as you pointed out earlier, like, all you do is talk before wedding days. Like, where are the cell phones? Like, where are the text messages and the group chats? (laughs) We should be communicating. They both questioned if she was going to attend. She would never miss her son's wedding. Or would she? Jana tried not to overthink it. James couldn't help but overthink it. He knows what he did was right, but wishes it didn't have to happen in that way. The rest of his family surrounded the couple with love, though, which we love. Do you think Miss Evelyn shows up?
1: In my heart of hearts, I don't like seeing families break up, especially when it's, like, preventable, because it's on her side only that she's the one with the problem, so I hope she does. But the other half of me is, like, she's going to try to still make this about herself and be dramatic and not show up because she wants to, like, prove a point.
0: It was minutes before the ceremony, and Miss Evelyn comes rushing through the doors. James lit up. When you're late, but whatever. <laughs> yes, great, man. You're late. Like, do you not have the itinerary? I know you got, like, I know, I know you know, but whatever. They didn't speak, but it was clear that they were having a silent conversation. The kind of silent conversation that could only happen between mother and son. So silently, Miss Evelyn apologized with a nod. And silently, James accepted with a nod. See, this is a mess that you marry into that you don't know you're marrying into it until you're married. <laughs> because I need a verbal apology.
1: <laughs> I'm just so trying to wrap my mind around this. Like, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot happening. Yeah. I like.
0: would <laughs> be so upset. Evelyn walked James down the aisle. Aww. She smiled when Janet came down the aisle and wept through the ceremony. She danced all night, and even gave a toast. Oh, It was short, but sweet. Cheers to the future. May you forgive quickly and love loudly. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little shady. what's a little shady. She was like, forgive me and get over this. <laughs> Jana was just happy that her new husband had his mom there. She knew the relationship would be a journey, but she would take it for James.
1: Isn't that wild?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like, y- ma'am, you did all of this. For what? Like you basically threw this temper tantrum. You basically wanted to make everything about you, what you wanted for your son. At the end of the day, I think hopefully she realized like, wow, he's not letting this girl go. So either I like accept it, I swallow the pill or I don't. I think that she's come to that realization that he's going to do what he wants to do. He's a grown man. Exactly. Like
0: he, that's it. He's a grown man. He's not a child. Oh, so you giving mama's boy. <laughs> it is. It's giving mama's boy. And I'm like, that's a red flag. For like both both
1: James and his mom. Because I feel like that you never grow out of that. This umbilical cord definitely feels like it has been cut and it needs to be cut. <laughs> it needs to be cut. It's only one woman in your life like that. And then the other women, mom, sister, grandma, they do have to take the back seat for sure. Exactly. It's a line that needs to be drawn. Yes.
0: So do you think Evelyn and Jana's relationship gets better over time? Because you know, like we know Jana's not going to confront this.
1: I feel like it's definitely one of those things, uh, from what I'm seeing, it's going get, to keep getting swept under the rug, swept under the rug, and something's mm-hmm. just going to blow up. Because there's only so much that Jana can probably take. And hopefully James, like, once again, he, like, gets in the middle and he's like, you know, this is my wife. You have to respect her. Exactly. So we have an update from a friend of a friend of the bride.
0: In 2021, James and Jana welcomed a new baby boy to their family. Oh, oh I know. <laughs> They're ecstatic. And so was Miss Evelyn. So ecstatic, she even retired early and demanded to be their new living nanny. <laughs> demanded? Oh God! Demanded. However, Jana is happy for the help so to teach their own. They look happy. Hopefully, it all works
1: out. I'll- See, I feel like in this situation, luckily the child is like bringing them together. And it seems, mm-hmm. it's great to see, though, that, that Miss Evelyn is, like, so ecstatic to be a grandmother. Because, like, you could almost think the baby, she's like, I don't want anything to do with you because I don't like your mom. So, yeah. and also, like, her wanting to be a living nanny just shows her issues with being a, a control freak.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Like, you want to live in, why do you want to live in my closet? Like, what are <laughs> what are we doing here? And also, I can never get away from you.
1: But we'll see. Thank you for joining. No, oh, I love that. I love that. And as you know, like, I, I'm here for any kind of wedding planning advice, tips that you shall need. I've been there and it was like my biggest thing that was like to enjoy the moment because Mm -hmm. we only get this moment once (laughs) because I know everybody plans on being married once. So you like live in the moment, love the moment. The honestly, my wedding day was the best day of my life and everyone that I've kind of like seen on the wedding to talk community has all agreed that it has been truly the best day of their lives. So no matter what happens, You, As long as you have each other and the people surrounding you that love you, Anonymous Evelyn, then yes. <laughs> everything's going to be great. <laughs> Before we go, Maddie, can you share all
0: your socials where everyone can find
1: you? Yes, yes. Uh, I am a big girl on a wedding TikTok. So you can follow me on TikTok at MJ, no, Jordan. And then you can also follow me on Instagram at Maddie, M A D D I E J. Williamson.
0: Out. Natty, thank you so much. This was so much
1: fun. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. Bye.